welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday morning. We've got all your NBA action covered from a five-game night in the NBA. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined by Trayvon Edwards. What's up, Trey? What's good? What's good? Uh, you know, trying to get to the playoffs just like everybody else. And we got Rob Lopez somewhere slicing bagels. Uh, don't forget, guys, we are transitioning to the athletic. April 8th is our first day behind the uh, subscription. So make sure you sign up, go to the athletic.com slash dings, sign up for 40% off runs about $3 a month, less than a cup of coffee at your favorite local corner coffee shop or multinational chain. Again, April 8th is the last day that you're going to be able to get this podcast for free. So please subscribe, go to the athletic.com slash dings. And we also still have tickets available for the live show in Chicago, May 18th at Lincoln Hall. Get your tickets at countthedings.com. Again, May 18th, Chicago, Lincoln Hall. Go buy your tickets on countthedings.com. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, the Warriors remain atop the West. Portland plays without Nurk and CJ, and the Jazz are climbing up the standings. We will respect them. But first, the Oklahoma City Thunder have bounced back. In Oklahoma City, the Thunder defeat the Pacers 107 and 99. Huge victory for the Thunder tonight. They really needed it. Paul George, 31 points, four rebounds. He was four of 13 from three. Still hasn't regained that shooting touch from the first half of the season. Russell Westbrook, 17 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds. Yet another triple double. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich with 28 points, four assists for the Pacers. Uh, Demonis Sabonis with 18 points, 10 rebounds. Trey, this game was uh was really close and then the the Pacers had a little lead and then Oklahoma City looked like they blew it open in the third. They went on a 24 to 0 run. They were they were turning defense into offense. It looked like the Oklahoma City team that we were thinking, "Oh, this guy this is a top 4 team in the West. They're going to, you know, maybe make a run during the playoffs." And then uh the Pacers got it close again because that's just what they do. Uh it was an interesting game. Yeah, Dave. Um, to be honest, man, that's that's actually the best running uh, all season long, you know, um, which is shocking. Um, but, yeah, they went on a crazy run. And, uh, you know, Paul George was able to add and Russell Westbrook hit some big shots in the fourth, um, you know, and notched another triple double. Um, the, the most interesting stat was Paul George notching his 2000 point this season. Um, that's the most in his career. Um, so. If anyone had questions about or doubts that Russell Westbrook would hold him back, he's only allowed him to go, especially sometimes Russell has struggled with his shooting. Um, Paul George is able to become himself. And, um, you know, like there's no crutch. And now that was actually a must-win game because them dropping the game the other night was really bad. And now it kind of gives them a little breathing room, especially with their home stretch coming along. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and they've just been fumbling lately. And to get a win over a good team like the Pacers – that's a big deal. I mean, it just, just for your season outlook, you know, they don't want to be the eighth seed. Nobody does. You don't want to play the Warriors in the first round. So, you know, definitely a, a huge win there for the Pacers. You know, we expect them to lose to good teams and they've just won in spite of our expectations without Victor Oladipo, you know, and, and it's been on the back of their defense. And, and I thought their defense for the most part outside of that 24 0 run was pretty good tonight. Uh, I mean, sometimes runs happen. Yeah, I mean, pretty much manned by Wes Matthews. I mean, he's the fire behind the defense. You know, he's so passionate. He's getting after it for these guys. And, you know, I think the reunion the reunion with Nate McMillan is kind of 
been that perfect spark. You know, a lot of guys were like, why West Matthews signed with Indiana? And it was like, it was the perfect fit. You know, it gives him minutes and he knows what type of player he's going to get out of West. And West still has a lot left in the tank, especially defensively. I mean, you're not going to expect too much from him on the offensive end, but, you know, bogey shot well. And then Miles Turner added in. Um, but again, they're, they're, you know, they're missing their, their best player and they're still competing every night. And, you know, they're holding their own. So um, I'm not mad at this loss for the Pacers. Um, they're going to continue to develop, especially those supporting casts for next year when Oladipo returns. And they, they still hold a one game lead over the Celtics for the four seed. So, I mean, you know, they're, they're a team I think really needs home court advantage. If they want to stand a chance in the first round, it's going to be very important for them to have that extra home game. Um, you know, looking at a potential first round matchup with the Celtics, how do you, how do you see that shaking out? I mean, we we've only got like 17 days until the playoff starts. Uh, they're, they've only got seven games left on the schedule. So it's not, we're getting really, really close. It's time to start thinking about these things. Pacers Celtics first round, any chance that the Pacers can upset the Celtics. I know that they, they may have a higher seed, but everyone will be picking the Celtics. Uh, I, I think the Pacers can steal a couple games just off of heart. Um, but the Celtics success all depends on Al Horford. You know, if he's on the floor, to be honest, because, um, Kyrie Irving's their, their star player, but. Al Horford is their most important piece and he brings so much as far as leadership and adding, you know, control, being the coach on the floor and uh, assisting those guys on the floor. So um, their success goes as long as Al Horford's on the floor. Um, but I do see uh, maybe a five to six game series between those two. If they happen to match up in the first round. Yeah. I, I was thinking back on, on last year's Pacers Cavs matchup and the way that they push that that Cavs team until LeBron basically was just like, nah, uh, uh-uh, ain't happening. And that's, that's what having a star does, right? Like, I mean, Al Horford is a, an all NBA level player. Um, I think Kyrie Irving, right. This is where he proves his value to the team because he can take over games and win them. And, and this is where the Pacers missing Oladipo. That's, that's the, you know, that's the rub, right? Like they've done really well playing team basketball, but in the playoffs, when every possession matters so much more, every team is more locked in. The scouting reports are all there. You know, you're playing the same team night in and night out, not having a guy who can get his own buckets like Oladipo. And it's going to be tough for them to overcome, but man, I, it would be a great story if they got out of the first round. Absolutely. I mean, kudos to, you know, what what coach McMillan has done. I mean, so many coaches. I mean, I, I had a conversation earlier with the, a few, few people about who coach of the year and it's so many names flying out left field and, you know, guys are turning these teams that were written off into actually playoff contenders or just even turning, turning uh, the franchises around, you know, in the right direction. So um, interesting to see who ends up as coach of the year too. Yeah. And uh, the thunder and the jazz both winning tonight. So, you have the the Thunder are still a half game back of the Jazz for the sixth seed, and now a full game ahead of the Spurs. I mean, that loss to Charlotte last night really hurt the Spurs. Um, and, and you know, again, it's getting late, so uh, every every game matters. Um, although there are a lot of people that tell you even early in the season those games matter too. It just doesn't feel that way. Hey guys, join us for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash B2B, sign up, deposit $5, and get a $5 bonus in your bank from FanDuel. You can play with other back-to-back listeners every Wednesday. Shout out to Megan Hines. 
for taking home the victory on Wednesday. Uh, she's going to be joining us on a mailbag coming up. And if you take home a victory in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge, you'll join us on a future mailbag as well. Again, go to fanduelcom slash B2B sign up, deposit $5 and get a $5 bonus in your bank. And you can beat other back-to-back listeners every Wednesday in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. In news, uh, DeMarcus Cousins says he knew that Anthony Davis was finished with the Pelicans once New Orleans pulled the quote-unquote goofy stuff with Boogie over the summer and his contract. This is per Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. You see this coming? That, you know, him ended up, you know, requesting a trade. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As soon as all that goofy joint went down, like, oh, I knew exactly what was going on. It, like, you talking yeah. about the, the goofy junk with you? You talking yeah, about what happened like, with you? Right. Of course I knew. All right. I mean, uh, I talked with A, like, yeah. duh. Yeah. <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a matter of time for y'all to find yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, we was here, we was here at Whispers, but it's, it's just. AD made his power move, right? When he joined Clip. He joined Clip, yeah. Rich Paul, man, yeah. If, if y'all can't read between the lines <laughs> like that, like, y'all just blind. Like. <laughs> Listen, I think we all knew Anthony Davis was leaving New Orleans like two years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, this was kind of set in stone. I mean, they haven't gotten right um, from the injuries, from the training staff, from the coaching staff, from the draft picks. They have not done by done right by Anthony Davis since he's been there. So, um, you know, this, this is a marriage that needs to come to an end. Yeah. And you know, you bring up a good point. Small market teams can make it work, right? If you, if you run your organization, well, you look at Oklahoma city thunder, very well run, good culture. Russell Westbrook wasn't leaving. I mean, the KD stuff aside, we have now learned, you know, like KD is a guy who, you know, marches to the beat of his own drum as is, you know, his prerogative, but they kept Russell Westbrook. They kept Paul George. They made the play for Paul George in the first place, which you can't do without a good organizational culture and, and, and sort of like a, and a team identity. And new Orleans has never had any of that. They never really had a good GM. Like, let's see who they bring in there. Um, you know, this summer, if they, you know, who they're going to fill that spot with, but I'm not shocked that Anthony Davis wanted out of that situation. Like who, who would want to stay there? If you've got any agency whatsoever, you want to go to a better situation. Just makes sense. In Chicago, Lowry Markkinen has been shut down due to exhaustion and fatigue. The Bulls announced on Wednesday uh, from John Paxson, quote unquote, the long-term health of our players is always our organization's top priority. Uh, Trey, why is he so tired? Uh, He was tired from getting that haircut. I mean, it's not from playing basketball. No, nah, it's really that's a real bad haircut. <laughs> I think that's that's what I'm gonna say. Um, I don't know. And then the lineup they threw out there tonight was just really bad to to consume. Um, you know, it, it was very bad Bulls. You know, what I mean, with Shaq Harrison um, going for 21 and 10. You know, good for him moving in. You know, a progressive stride, but. I'm ready for the season to be over as far as, you know, other Chicago fans as well. Um, tanking for Zion, hopefully, and can end up in a, you know, top three situation in the lottery. Um, you know, pretty much the game tonight against Portland, Damian Lillard 
didn't have to do too much, even though, you know, despite the loss of, you know, nurture, um, Seth Curry has been amazing filling in the void for uh, CJ McCollum as he, you know, gets better. Um, led all scores tonight with 20 points, four for seven from the three. Um, also got to see um, Anthony Simons. Kid had nine points in six minutes. That's some positive, you know, news for the Portland Trailblazers to be optimistic about and break their quote-unquote uh, curse. I mean, I don't believe in a curse. I just think that it's unfortunate that these things continue to happen to this franchise in a timely manner. But, um, you know, they'll move forward. As far as the Bulls, they're young. Um, you know, it looks like Boylan's going to be their guy. Um, hopefully they can, you know, try something at the draft and then also move one of those veteran guys and, and make the team younger and competitive. Yeah, uh, the Blazers won tonight, 118-98. to 98. Uh, Rodney Hood had 15 points, 8 assists. Um, Damian Lillard, like you said, just did not do much, and, and, you know, good for him. That guy needs a couple days off. Uh, speaking of Damian Lillard, he is interested in locking up a Supermax with the Blazers. Uh, Brian Windhorst of ESPN has reported it. Um, he feels extremely settled. That's a quote from uh, from Windhorse's piece, and uh, so I, I'm assuming he's going to sign the the Giant Supermax uh, this summer. And Damian Lillard, you know, will eventually I'm I'm hoping go into the Hall of Fame as a as a Blazer, and, and that's kind of cool. And um, that's a guy people want to play with. So maybe they can actually have good luck in free agency this year and and put a good team around him. Um, in particular, because like you said, I mean, just terrible luck here at the end of the season, losing CJ and of course, Nurk. Um, in Memphis, the Warriors beat the Grizzlies 118 to 103. Jordan Bell um, inactive for this game due to a suspension for conduct detrimental to the team. Uh, Trey, you got any, any word on what might have happened? Trey, which, what do you got on Jordan Bell? So Jordan Bell charged uh it looks like uh, a hotel charge to Mike Mike Brown's room. Like a prank? Got, no, <laughs> just ran up ran up his tab on his room. Oh no! <laughs> and that's kind of immature for him. Um, but hopefully, you know, uh, again he he'll learn that this is in college. You know, he just needed a day to cool off and, and figure things out. But I mean, he hasn't logged in many minutes since November, so. Um, he's still trying to find his way on that roster. I mean, I know it's a lot, it's a lot, it's, it's, his role is a lot different than, uh, than last year, especially with the Madden, DeMarcus Cousins and Andrew Bogut and other front court guys. Um, his expectations are high with coach Kerr and, um, you know, everybody was, you know, shaming the bulls for not, you know, for trading him off. And, you know, at the time it looked good, but, you know, I, I think both teams won in this situation and, um, hopefully Jordan Bell can find some minutes in the playoffs or, you know, um, continue to make his mark in, uh, you know, in the, in the NBA where he doesn't end up a journeyman. Um, but for the most part, I, I wouldn't make it a huge ordeal. I mean, these guys have run-ins and, you know, um, the Warriors handle their things kind of differently where they, you know, make the best of the situation, whether it's separating a couple guys for a few minutes and uh, suspending them for a game or two or, and, you know what I mean, and, and cleaning up house. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of guy that was separated earlier in the year, Kevin Durant, ridiculous tonight, 12 of 13, 28 points, nine rebounds, five assists. I'm loving this like l- low usage. Kevin Durant, the last couple of games, like ultra efficiency. He's missed two shots in the last two games. Steph Curry, 
28 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, hit six threes. Uh, Mike Conley, 22.6 rebounds, become the Grizzlies all time leading scorer. And according to Steve Kerr, he's one of his favorite players in the league, which I mean, come on. Mike Conley is, is really great. Uh, Bruno Caboclo, 17 points, 13 rebounds. Nice little run for Bruno. Uh, finally arriving after year three, man, this is, this is his time. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what direction the Grizzlies go, you know, moving into next season. Um, I think with the right, correct reps, um, Bruno can actually be a player. Um, his, his last 26, he's, he's picked it up. He had a good game last, the, the night before and, you know, and, and actually a good game tonight. So, um, they're moving in a direction, um, that they want to go in. Chandler Parsons also gave some energetic, uh, play, um, towards, towards the end of the game. Um, and then they had like a weird possession, like the last minute where they were trying to get a shot and just kind of passing the ball around. Um, congratulations to Mike Conley, you know, becoming that, the guy, um, well-deserved, you know what I mean? And he's been a pro, um, moving along, but I'm, I, I really hope that him and, um, Valentunas can, can build some camaraderie and, and they can, you know, become a one, two punch. I I'm expecting Mike Conley to get dealt this summer. Uh, the, the Grizzlies are going to try, they're trying to convey their pick this year. And, uh, I'm assuming they're going to try to tank next year and Bruno might actually get a shot to get some run. I mean, he could be a really interesting guy as like a stretch four next to Jaron Jackson. That might be really interesting. Be a lot of length. I don't know if, you know, if Bruno is going to provide the shooting that they'll need. Um, but they're not going to be competitive anyway. So they at least should be throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. The Warriors are now a half game ahead of the Nuggets for first place out West. Man, these playoff hey, races Dave, are great. Since yeah. you mentioned the Warriors, I mean, uh, I had to mention, you know, um, Durant has been focused since, you know, um, you know, experiencing the tragedy of loss of his friend and uh, more focused on basketball and doing and locking in. He looks, he looks more focused. And I think that this now is going to be the turning corner point um, for the success of the Warriors, I think that he's more, you know, in tune and, and, and appreciating it a little bit. Um, and he seemed to be locked in tonight. You know what I mean? Like he, outside yeah. of the one shot, he missed very late in the game. Um, he got fouled on it, by the way. He's, yeah. He's going to continue. He's going to continue to be, to thrash the league. I, I, I assume. Yeah. He, he definitely has looked locked in and, you know, he talked about this a little bit after the game the other night where he only took seven shots. He was like, you know, he doesn't have to shoot to affect the game. And this is the, the evolution of Kevin Durant that I think doesn't get talked about enough. His playmaking has gone, has gotten so good. We don't even notice it anymore. And it's not cause it's not flashy and it's not this, this sort of like overbearing sort of playmaking. Like you get with LeBron or, or with James Harden, where he has to dominate the ball. He makes like really, really solid passes, passes guys open and uses his own gravity. I mean, we talk about Steph's gravity all the time. But Kevin Durant is probably the most lethal scorer individually since Michael Jordan. And uh, we don't talk enough about what he does when he's on the basketball court. And he's kind of right. Like we get caught up in the stuff with KD, like where's he going to go this summer that we lose the sight of the fact that this guy is one of the probably 15 best basketball players to ever play in the NBA. And when it's all said and done, I think he's going to be a top 10 guy. He's been fantastic the last couple of games. And uh, I'm with you. I think, I think he's going to go on a run during the playoffs that are really going to make warriors fans rethink how okay they are with him leaving this summer. 
in Phoenix, the Suns lose to the Wizards 124 to 121. Devin Booker becomes the youngest player with back-to-back 50-point games, 50 points, 10 rebounds, seventh player in NBA history with back-to-back 50 plus point games. Uh, he also lost both of those games. Well, not him, his team. Uh, Bradley Beal had 28 points for assists. Jabari Parker, 28 points, 15 rebounds off the bench. But he's been really good since he got to DC. I, I mean, he might make them think about picking up that option. Probably not. Uh, Jordan McRae had 21 points off the bench and Troy Daniels had 15 points and five rebounds. And in Utah, the jazz defeat the Lakers 115 to 100 LeBron James was out due to rest back-to-back games. He's not playing in them for the rest of the season. Rudy Gobert, 22 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, Derek favors with 20 points and six rebounds. Joe Ingles with 11 points, nine rebounds and 14 assists, which is just wild for Joe Ingles. Uh, Kyle Kuzma had 21 points. Uh, JaVale McGee was 16 and 13. The jazz are now the five seed. They're two games behind Houston for the four seed. They have the same record as the Clippers, and uh, they only are ahead of the A seed by two games. The West is wild. Uh, moving on to the lines of the night, Devin Booker with 50 points, back-to-back 50-point games. Paul George, 31 points, four rebounds. Russell Westbrook, 17 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds. Kevin Durant with 28, nine rebounds, five assists, 12 of 13 shooting. Or Steph Curry, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Joe Ingles. Oh, you know, um, all right. Yeah, yeah. it was That's uh, a good one. You know, it was a good cause. And uh, he got it done. He 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 showed off his passing skills. Um, I was very impressed. And, you know, again, you know, anytime a, a wing player can have high assists like that, I'm I'm always a big fan of it. Absolutely. I mean, he's such a good playmaker and his shooting helps too, but man, 14 assists. That's, that's crazy. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Durant because I want to praise that efficiency even more. 12 out of 13 is just insane for a guy who's not a center. And uh, it's not like he's a post player and and just dunking and all that stuff. It's a really, really fantastic game. Um, 28 points, nine rebounds, five, five assists and our games to watch for tomorrow. Trey, I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, I'm going to go battle coach of the year. Um, Clippers Bucks, that should be a good one. Both teams um, have a chip on the shoulder, want to continue to keep the momentum going into the playoffs. So I expect them to both be competitive. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the Clippers, since they're fighting for their playoff seating. Uh, I'm my mine's going to be a little weird. I'm going Cleveland San Antonio, and I like on the court San Antonio should dust the Cavs. So the game itself might not be great, but. Manu Ginobili's jersey is being retired tonight, and uh, I'm going to be in the house. And there is a, like a 60% chance that I might like choke up a little bit. Manu Ginobili, one of my favorite players of all time, one of the most creative players. And I love those kind of guys, and he just happens to be left-handed. And for some reason, I just love left-handed players. I like gravitate toward them. Um, so yeah, Manu's re- jersey retirement tomorrow night. We got to watch it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, the Spurs always do a really great job, uh, of, you know, with these types of ceremonies. Uh, I wonder if Tim Duncan's going to wear jeans. That's, that's like really like what I need to put money on is, is Tim Duncan wearing jeans to Manu's retirement. What do you think, Trey? Is he going to do dress up or, uh, yeah, he's going to have open toe sandals. <laughs> 
All right. That's it for today's show. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the dings, subscribe to the back to back podcast feed with a new basketball buzz that we dropped Tuesday. We got a new nerd. She wrote coming out later on today, new mailbag coming out on Friday. Don't forget it is on its own feed. Go subscribe, rate and review the new mailbag feed. And while you're there, do the same for the black opinions matter Monday feed and this show, the daily ding, as well as all of our feeds on the back back network, the house of Strauss and pack your knives. Thank you guys for waking up with us as always. And Trey, take us home, buddy. Ding, ding. Apollo Creed voice. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>